Hello and welcome to the Models Inc. cast. What? what? Well, hello, it's me. I'm very sophisticated discussing models. Oh my god, these models. Oh, tell me more. Oh, Mary, Models Inc. has so much to offer. I am so excited that we together are going to talk about it a little bit and that I'm going to watch every episode of this highbrow show. I'm so glad we've made this arrangement the way we've made it. Can I tell you about the characters of this epic drama? Yes, please, please. Well, it starts with special guest star Hillary Michaels, Amanda's mother. Also known as Mommy. No, no. And then the rest of the cast, they conveniently made a point to say in alphabetical order to justify that in a show about female models, the three dudes showed up first. Oh, it was the next. Yep. But first, we got David, Hillary's son. He's the vice president of modeling. That's not correct. And then uh, we also have Eric. Eric, he's kind of a douche. Okay. Uh, And then Brian, of course, Brian. Brian is a photographer who likes to do it in the kelp. And then the crossover star, Sarah Owens. She's from Iowa, allegedly. She's no fully. She's fully from Iowa. Oh, she's from Iowa. And her good sister friend Julie. Julie, she's from the outback. Crikey, that's what I call her. And they—they're living with um, superstar model Terry. Terry, she was the world's most beautiful woman for a minute. She was. She was. And and her good sister Carrie. Her sister Carrie was in the Matrix. Yeah. And then of course we have the model Linda. Linda wears a hat. Sometimes. <laughs> Mary, we are going to go through the whole series of Models, Inc. together. Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready because I'm not going to be watching it. Have you started watching Models, Inc. yet? No. Well, there's still time. Oh, good. It's still available on YouTube? (laughs) For now. But Mary, (laughs) let me tell you about this week's episode that includes a sea witch. A sea witch? Yeah, a sea witch. Is that what I think it is? (laughs) Is Uh, what What do you think it is? Like Ursula the Sea Witch? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Okay, all right, I'm in. Okay, well, let's start with Julie and Sarah. Wait, I gotta think about who's... Julie is crikey, and Sarah... Julie's crikey. Sarah's from Iowa. She goes to uh, field parties. Instead of a gravel pit party. Correct, correct. All right, so here is... Here's where their storyline takes them this week. Um, Sarah is hungover. We're starting to learn that Sarah is drinking excessively. Oh, that's not, well. Now you know what that sounds like, Iowa. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Julie uh, makes it clear that she's with David now. That is out in the open, and Sarah says, "Congratulations." <laughs> Meanwhile, Mary, you're missing out by not visually watching the show because I have to tell you about Crikey's dress. Oh, okay. I thought she was wearing a towel. I really <laughs> did, and was wondering. <laughs> 
why you know like in tv when you're wearing a towel you hold on to the towel and she wasn't doing that and it took me a while to realize like oh it's just a dress <laughs> okay was it-, uh, it it was it was red and maroon and blue and a different shade of blue all kind of swirled together but it looked like when a towel is designed on one side and then on the other side, it's just the, the like fringy strings. Yes, yes. It was like the fringy strings. You should Mary, just go back and just watch the series and you'll see the dress. Can I just Google this? Uh, if you think it'll show up. All right, I'll give it a try. Carry on. Okay, well, Julie um, is going to a Hollywood event with her boyfriend, David, and she needs a dress. Uh, Ursula, who we will meet later, this fancy schmancy fashion designer, has a whole rack of dresses, and Julie just takes one, shoves it in her bag, and says, thank you, Ursula, and steals the dress. That's not appropriate. Then she's out with David, and David says, why don't we just leave? And Julie says, the whole point here is to be seen, and on cue, the paparazzi comes up and takes a picture of her and walks away. Oh, boy. In a stolen dress that's not been released yet. That is that is not above board. Yep. She goes to the photographer and says, let me just buy the picture. Actually, give me just the whole roll of film, because that's how it was back then. Oh, God. Yeah, I guess it would have been. Yeah. And she offers $200, $500. And he says, no, there's pictures of Tom Hanks on here. Pictures of Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Eye off the magazine racks. Yeah, we'll come back to that dress issue later. But Julie <laughs> and David are heating up. Okay. And Julie is summoned in at the end of the episode to Hillary's office. And Hillary has got good news for her. She yeah. has booked Julie for 16 gigs all across Europe over six weeks. Wow. The flight leaves tomorrow at three. Okay. And then she goes in and tells David what she did and that Julie's leaving for six weeks and tells David not to interfere or go with. And then she says, Hillary says to David, and when she returns, the romance is over. Is that understood? Oh, wow. She's laying down the law. And David, the vice president of modeling, says to Hillary Michaels, Amanda Woodward's mother. Okay. What if it's not Hillary? Oh, boy. I I can't. That's going to go well. Nope, because Hillary says, well, then you're fired. Wow. Okay. David storms out of his office. Hillary is following after him, saying, David, don't do this. Don't make me do this. And David, in the middle of the lobby, in front of everybody, yells that she can't fire him because he quits, just like everybody else who wants to live their own life. Oh, well. I mean, that does seem to be a bit of a pattern here at Models, Inc., It does, in fact. All right. Now, speaking of patterns here at Models, Inc., I'd like to tell you about Carrie, the sister of the most beautiful ghost in America. Oh, yeah. What's she up to? Uh, So she is sitting at a pool somewhere that I don't think is at the model house, but I could be wrong. Oh, okay. And she's there, and we see the back of a guy approaching her. Khakis, button-up shirt. Carrie's sunning herself, sunglasses, and she suddenly realizes that he's there and says, oh, God. What are you doing here? And it's Paul, the father of her baby. (gasps) Yep, Paul uh, has moved out from Marsha. It wasn't working because, in part because he knows he's in love with Carrie. Oh, boy. 
And oh. Carrie said, in the one episode you've been gone, I've rethought my whole life and I don't want you in my life anymore and I never want to see you again. Oh, wow. And apparently her child. <laughs> well, it's good that she's found some agency, I guess. Mm, it is, yeah. Let's talk about Miss Monique, the most beautiful woman in America. Oh, that's right. She used to be the most beautiful ghost in America. No, that's still the most beautiful ghost in America. But the actress that played the most beautiful ghost in America is now Monique, the most beautiful woman in America. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I mean, you can see how I might mix that up, though, right? Well, if you watch this series, you know what? Let's start with Ursula. <laughs> Let's start with Ursula, the sea witch. Okay. Yeah. Tell me more about the sea witch. That's unexpected. Yeah, well, the, the modeling agency is in a tizzy because Hillary's old friend, fashion designer Ursula, is coming to town and everybody's just a buzz. Oh, the, the buzz is deafening. She's releasing a new line and uh, putting on a fashion show at a club in L.A. Oh, okay. Uh, as Ursula is first there, Hillary brings in someone very special. Monique, the most beautiful woman in America. What? And uh, Ursula just stares at her and says, some version of, are you kidding me? Right? Like, because she clearly sees Terry Spencer. Yeah. And Hillary says, Monique, walk for her. Monique, by the way, no speaking lines in this whole scene. (laughs) Much like a real model, probably. She walks. Ursula criticizes and said, no, the walk's all wrong. She's nothing like Terry. And then she turns to Hillary and says, would you send her away, please? Oh, wow. Now, Monique is fully right there. Yeah, she can hear as far as we know. She's not an actual ghost. No, she's not. And ghosts, at least the most beautiful ghosts in America, can hear just fine. I mean, yeah, I would think so. So Monique leaves, and she's crying somewhere, and she's upset because she's not Terry, and everybody wants her to be. And it reminds me, do you remember way back two months ago when we had our our friend Christopher on as a special guest? Yes, I do remember that, yes. And he said how weird it was that, like, everybody's going to be shocked at Monique, and yet she still wants to work there. <laughs> well, it must just be the premier modeling agency, right? It, I guess so. And this is, even though it was close to closing a week ago. Um, <laughs> so Monique is upset. She's crying that she's not Terry, and everybody wants her to be Terry. Come back to that later. Um, but she says, Hillary questions her, and, and Monique says, nope, she's not going to quit. She's going to win. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Ursula is at the club getting things ready. Classic. And and she says, this is her most innovative line yet. Oh. And we hear hear from the background, you say that every year. Mm, And we turn to see walking down the stairs, Mary. Reed Carter. Reed Carter? Reed Carter. Shot through the heart. Harpooned? Yeah. What's he, he's, he died, though. Well, he's Adam in this show. Oh, no. They recycled him, too? Yeah. Reed Carter is here. So his name is Adam, but much like Kathy Ireland, we're going to call him Reed Carter. Oh, God. Okay. I got to try to keep this straight. So Reed Carter <laughs> is in charge of security. We learn later because he owns the club. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So later, Monique walks back up. No, in this moment, in the scene in front of Reed Carter, Monique walks up to Ursula and says, may I have a word with you? And Ursula says, I'll give you two. 
hello and goodbye. Wow, they're really curt in the modeling world. <laughs> well, Monique stands up for herself and says, I'm not giving up. And Ursula agrees to give her a shot. All right. Okay. Now we cut to Julie. She put the dress back. So she did get it back. Nobody knew it was missing. Okay. The fashion show, Mary, it happens. Five minutes of models walking. That's a lot of airtime. You know, it is a show about models, though. Yeah, but like nothing's really happening when they're just walking on the runway. I mean, oh, you you think that, but then out comes (laughs) Monique, the most beautiful woman in America. Oh my God, not Monique. And she's getting the slow music treatment, the lighting kind of slowly washing over her, the flash of the camera. It's clear Monique is something special. All right. And even though earlier Sarah was hired by Brian for a six-page spread in something, (laughs) Ursula realizes how special Monique is and gives Monique the spot. Wow. Plot twist. Plot twist. All right, let's go back to Monique now. Um, Separate from the things we talked about, uh, after Julie's dress incident, she's talking openly about it at the model house and says, quote, I never should have stolen that dress. Oh. I mean, she shouldn't have. It's nope. crap. Monique is listening. Monique is bothered because when in the same room with Julie, Julie just outright ignores her. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Julie leaves and Monique asks Brian where the paparazzi works in this town. And then she goes and sees the paparazzi, knocks on his door. So there's just one paparazzi? Yep, and he uh, works in the same apartment building as the photographer that Julie slept with. Well, that is convenient. It's very convenient, yeah. (laughs) Very convenient for everyone. That's important. (laughs) So Monique goes in. Obviously, paparazzi is stunned to see Terry Spencer standing in front of him. (laughs) Because she died. She died? Yes, she's the most beautiful ghost in America. (laughs) okay (laughs) anyway later Monique comes to Julie and gives her the prints the actual pictures of her in the stolen dress and Monique says she got them all there's no more prints left and Julie makes it clear like clearly you slept with him for these prints and Monique doesn't deny it um, but Julie says some version of oh what do you want from me you want money like what's what's it's gonna take and Monique says she just wants Julie to stop ignoring her Oh, she just wants to make a friend. Mm-hmm. Now, later, we have a dinner party at the model house. Monique hosts a dinner party for everybody. They're She's... not anything. Yeah. They're models. <laughs> Makes it a cheap dinner party, right? <laughs> they can get one hot and ready pizza, and that's more than enough. <laughs> don't need pizza. All right. Uh, the dinner party uh, turns into a shit show of a fight. When Julie refers to Brian as Sarah's boyfriend. Oh, yeah, yep. that's no fly zone. Sarah yells, He's not my boyfriend. <laughs> I believe the lady doth protest too much. Yeah, I think so. And again, Sarah's developing a drinking problem. They're really hitting us over the head on this with a tequila bottle. Do they literally hit anyone over the head with a tequila bottle? Because I would like that. No, but practically. All right. Now, Brian, speaking of hitting on, is hitting on Monique. And Monique calls out Brian for looking at her like she's Terry Spencer and says, Yeah. She says, We can't. It is Terry Spencer. (laughs) 
Monique. Yeah. Well, Monique, the most beautiful woman in America, says to Brian, they can't be in a relationship because she'll always be wondering if Brian really is just looking for Terry. That's fair. Yep. Now, we're the day of the fashion show when everything stops for Monique. You know, the room goes silent. Yeah. Uh, Monique is sent up. She comes to get her dress and Ursula sends her upstairs, upstairs to change because they're full down here. And she goes into an empty office and starts stripping. Like you do in an office. And in comes Reed Carter. Oh, gross. Yeah. Turns out uh, Monique was wrong. Uh, she was in the wrong office. Oh. <laughs> so Reed, Reed wasn't being gross. He was a perfect gentleman. And she just went down. But again, he clearly was into her. And he, before the fashion show, asked Ursula, who was that? And Ursula said, she's no one yet. And Reed said, well, she will be. Oh, wow. What a prophetic statement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost like he's been shot through the heart by Cupid. Oh, wow. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Now we're back. Uh, this is the day after the fashion shoot. We're in the, the lobby of Models, Inc. And some angry guy who I did not recognize starts yelling at Monique after being stopped by the secretary. Oh. The secretary who, by the way, did not throw the most beautiful woman in America off a balcony. That was someone else. Yeah, that was what that was the other one. What's her that name? That was Stephanie. Stephanie the secretary. Classic Stephanie maneuver. <laughs> yeah, the, the bump and lift. You know? <laughs> anyway, he starts yelling at her and says, You lied to me. You're not really a vice president. You told me you could get me two thousand dollars a day. And that's when we learn Julie's right there and is impressed by Monique and says, You really didn't sleep with him, did you? Oh, Mm-hmm. Now, uh, near the end of the episode, Reed is watching from his office, staring at Monique as she's working the crowd. And Sarah goes and yells at Monique and says, that was my chance. That was my shot. Oh, so Sarah's going to keep on drinking. She's got that bottle in her hand and she's going to swig out of it. Now, you know what you're not going to swig out of, Mary? What? Uh, this week's sponsor, there was only one ad that they didn't cut from the broadcast. Oh, and it said, uh, you know, when you go to New York's Little Italy, you can find the finest pasta in the world. Mamma mia! But you know what you can't find? Little Caesars? A toothbrush. <laughs> so that's why you need Trident. Trident? I've been about Trident since the 90s. Mary, this ad made me want to go to Olive Garden more than it made me want to buy gum. <laughs> of course you do. Of course <laughs> You know, Trident really could have used someone like Amanda Woodward with five years of marketing experience. <laughs> or one of these beautiful models in one of their ads to get them to, to look at a breadstick like they might eat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't eat bread. All right. <laughs> the final storyline, uh, Linda, Eric, and Chris. Okay, Linda wears a hat. Linda wears a hat. Eric is a douche, and Chris is a spoiled rich kid. Okay. Yeah, I kind of right. talking about him last time. Yeah. Yeah, and if you remember, Linda was jumped by uh, some drug dealers who were looking for Eric last episode. That's how it ended. Oh, I forgot. Okay, thank you for the reminder. Okay. Yeah, yep, she was held up against a chain link fence, just like uh, Allison was when she was carjacked and yelled, no! No! Or why? Did she yell why? I don't know. It's funny if she yelled why. <laughs> anyway. Don't... Bye. This week's episode of The Models Inc. Uh, started with Linda held at knife point. Oh. <laughs> or, said, 
I don't know what eighth grader was writing this dialogue. <laughs> okay, I look forward. Your, your friend Eric did some snitching. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. And normally they just take out people like that, but instead, Eric only has to pay $30,000 and then he can live. How is that all? Oh, he'll be fine. Yeah. Linda comes home from being held at knife point. Uh, Chris is up waiting for her and is like, uh, where have you been? Because it's the middle of the night. <laughs> Linda lies and said her friend was drunk and called her and needed a ride home. Why didn't she just tell the truth? I don't know. And Linda says, um, <laughs> it's hot. I'm going to go for a swim. Chris said, I'll go with you. And Linda said, you have to work in the morning. I'll go by myself. So she goes out to the pool, gets naked and dives in. And who's watching from the shadows? Oh, God. Probably a creep. Eric. Oh, yep. It was a creep. And then she goes and talks to him while naked and says, you got to get out of here. Chris is going to see you. She doesn't have very good life instincts. Yeah. So the next day, um, <laughs> we don't know where Eric is living, but he's always outside the windows because uh, Chris and Linda are having uh, a dinner with way too much food on the table. Um, <laughs> and Chris comes and literally picks up Linda to take her upstairs to fuck. I don't remember the dialogue. It doesn't matter. But Eric is watching, sees Chris carry Linda upstairs, and then he just comes on in and he steals a Fabergé egg. He should have taken some food. He sounds like he's probably... <laughs> and they had all that extra food. And then he goes into Chris's office and starts looking through old newspapers... Now he sounds like my dad. <laughs> and it turns out the family made for this family was found dead on the estate grounds. <gasps> Gasp! Chris was arrested for the murder. Oh. Chris is a bad dude. So, Wait, he, but he's not in jail now. So did he not get convicted? Or do we not know anything yet? Well, let's see. Let's see. Chris, oh. the next day, is out golfing. And Eric walks up in a golf caddy outfit. That's pretty great. All right. And Chris is like, what are you doing here? And Eric says, I'm here to be your caddy for just $30,000. What a bargain. I don't know if that's about golf, but that sounds cheap. <laughs> anyway, uh, Eric is real quick with the blackmail and says, I'm sorry, what was her name that, ma that made you murdered? <laughs> oh, did he know mm -hmm. Um, you know, uh, Chris just says, get the some version of get the hell away from me. Okay. All right. So we cut to Eric at a club and Linda comes up and says, what are you doing in public? What happened to your druggy friends? <laughs> okay. And Eric says he paid them off. So Linda knows he stole something. What did you take, Eric? And Eric immediately tells Linda where not only that Chris killed the maid, but where to find the details about it since she didn't believe him. Well, and they didn't have Google, so she couldn't just Google it. Mm -mm. So uh, Eric says, that, that here's where the newspapers are. Go see for yourself. The next scene with them, we see Linda with a newspaper in her hand, confronting Chris <laughs> about it. <laughs> oh, it was the 90s. <laughs> and Chris is explaining, and he's like, look, they thought it was me. I was fully exonerated. You can see all that there. Blah, 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 blah. And Linda says, now I know why you didn't care about my past. Oh... And Chris says, oh, highest of arts. Because I know how damaging it can be to be judged by your past. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so there's another scene. Uh, Eric confronts Chris and says, uh, she's going to dump you. You've got to leave. I'm going to tell her how bad you are. And Chris is about to threaten to kill Eric. And Eric says, 
you're going to what? Kill me like you killed that maid? <laughs> He's really going to keep bringing that up, isn't he? <laughs> okay. Uh, next scene, Linda comes home. Eric is just sitting inside Chris's house. Oh. <laughs> they don't lock the doors among the wealthy, I guess. And Linda's like, what are you doing here? And Eric says, I'm not leaving you alone with this guy. Okay. So in comes Chris with a gun. Like you do. Mm-hmm. And he tells Eric, uh, first he says to Linda, you better call 911. Linda calls 911. Chris takes the phone and says, I have an intruder in my house. You better hurry. And then just hangs up. Oh. And he tells Eric, you have three choices. You can turn and run, at which point I'll be forced to shoot you. Uh, you can walk away and never come back. Um, or you can try and fight me, and then I'll shoot you. <laughs> fight, fight, fight. Yeah. So anyway, Eric leaves, and uh, Chris turns to Linda and says, that's it. You are forbidden from ever seeing him again. You can't do that with women. They don't like it. Uh, no, again, we've already taken away Chris's male feminist card, though. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have that for very long at all. Yeah. So, Mary, that's the episode. That's it in a nutshell. Any questions? Are you ready to watch? Neither. <laughs> let me let me ask it this way. Okay. If your choices are watch Models Inc. Okay. Or throw the most beautiful woman in America over a balcony. Oh. Or join Jake Hansen at Low Bridge Bungie. Which are you gonna choose? God, I might I might pick Low Bridge Bungie just because <laughs> Jake, but he seems like he'd be fun to spend the day with if he's in a good mood. You know, I'd, I'd tie his foot down. You'd tie his foot down? On a bungee cord. Oh, a bungee. It, it, was, it was meant to be an innuendo, and you ruined it, Mary. Well, well that's not a surprise, I'm sure. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <Whee>! <laughs> oh, I love a good old season one Melrose callback. Nobody watched it. Um,